Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this podcast about something that I have found extremely powerful in my life and that as I've worked with men, I've discovered is powerful in the lives of other men as well. And I call it farming your heritage. You know, the fact is that we are made to live as an extension of what comes before us. We are given a sense that forces, that traits, that skills, that characteristics from those up our family line, those who precede us, uh, those who are our ancestors, those who come before us in our tribe, um, that, that they are in some way living within us, that they, what they have deposited in us is within us, and that we are meant to have their gifts, their grace, their contributions flowing through us. In other words, we're meant to have a sense of heritage. We're meant to have a sense of a deposit from what has come before us in our family line and perhaps in our tribal history. And I'll tell you this sense of heritage, this sense of uh, having ancestors, having a deposit, have something that flows down through our family line and flows through us and animates us and empowers us is extremely powerful in a man. Uh, but I, but I want to tell you that Karl Marx said something extremely important, and many men are living this out, even though it's a negative maxim. He said, a people without a heritage are easily persuaded. A people without a heritage are easily persuaded. Well, I'm finding two things amongst men today. Either they have no sense of their heritage, no knowledge of what it is, or they're aware of a negative heritage. They're aware that their family line has not been noble, that it's not been filled with people you'd want to emulate or whose gifts or grace you want to have flowing through you. Well, I want to suggest that part of the art of being a man is to find the good and the noble in your family heritage. Find the good and the noble in your father, your grandfather, in your mother, your grandmother, in those who have come before you, in your tribal leaders and your ethnic groups group leaders, uh, your national leaders, and take hold of that and, and make it part of your sense of who you are. Don't allow, first of all, an ignorance to pervade you about your past. Second of all, don't allow just the negatives to live in you, but find the good. Uh, I believe it's incumbent on every man to find the good that he can in his family line. Let me tell you that a sense of heritage, a sense of what comes before you will affect you. If, if I could have a conversation with you and convince you that you come from a long line of disgusting, terrible people, horse thieves and murderers and rapists and just bad people all the way down, uh, it would affect the way you see yourself if you really believed it and there was no good to counter it. On the other hand, if I, if we, if I said, hey, I've been doing your, your, your ancestry and suddenly I've discovered that you're descended from kings and you're descended from noble warriors and you're descended from great people in ages past, it would affect the way you see yourself. My wife and I like to watch the various ancestry uh, programs on TV, who do you think you are and so on. It's amazing what happens in the face of someone, in the heart of someone, right there on the screen when it's suddenly discovered that, that, that maybe they're 
they're descended from a noble general who fought against slavery, or or maybe they're descended from, who knows, a, an ex-slave who made good after the war and did noble things, or people earlier in history. You see their faces changing right there on the screen. You They, they break into tears. They walk out of the, the meetings, the libraries, the archives um, with, with a quickness in their step and an energy if they've heard good things. And conversely, uh, they walk out sort of burdened if they've heard negative things. This is the power of heritage. Now, a lot of people today tend to be um, legalists about such things. They tend to be absolute black and white. Granddad was either good or granddad was bad. Dad was either good or dad was bad. And if we put them in the bad category, then we have this idea that there's nothing to learn from them. I want to suggest to you that everybody you can know in your ancestry, everybody you can know in your past had both good things in their lives to contribute and had negative things. I've shared in the past that my father um, was not that great as a father, but he was a great man. He was a war hero. He was an army officer. He fought in Iran. Uh, he, he served in Iran. He fought in Vietnam. He was in Korea. He commanded troops. Uh, he was a military intelligence officer in Berlin back during the days of the Bader Meinhof gang and the 72 Munich Olympics. Um, he was a good man. He was a noble man. He, um, he, he, he never abused us. He was home every evening. We had dinner at six o'clock military style, right on the dot. Uh, I never lacked for anything. Do you see what I'm saying? He, he may not have been the father knows best kind of father. He may not have been the TV kind of father, the ideal uh, in every case, but he was amazing. He was gifted. He made a deposit in my life. I keep a picture of him um, on parade review uh, in his military uniform uh, in Germany years ago. I keep a, that picture in my office to remind myself of what comes down uh, through my family line. Uh, My grandfather on my mother's side was a difficult character. He was a difficult man. But you know what? He too was a war hero. During World War II, he was actually paralyzed in the assault on Berlin. Um, He then became, miraculously recovered and became an advisor to MacArthur in the Far East. Um, Later when he retired, he he raised champion Samoids, uh, those big white husky dogs that you see walking around, and won a war. And and I just revered him because I loved his not only his military background, but his racing of dogs. But he wasn't an easy man to know or to relate to. And he was very hard on my mother. And there were negatives that I can build on. I could remember only the negatives, but I choose to take hold of the positives. I choose to pass those on to my children. So. It does not matter. I'm not saying it doesn't have an effect, but it doesn't matter how negative your past is. There's positive in it. There is positive in it. I have a friend whose father was a criminal who spent most of his life in prison. But that man, when he was out of prison, and even when he was in prison, had some kind of a sentimental thing about Easter. And he would make sure that not only his kids, but the kids in his family's neighborhood got candy at Easter. He would literally raise the money in prison and get the money out of prison uh, legally. And this was allowed at the time. And he would make sure that not only his kids, but other kids had candy at Easter. And, he had, and when he was out of prison, there's a few years of his life, adult life, that he was out of prison. Um, he would do the same thing, of course. 
Well, here he was. Frankly, he was a murderer. Uh, he was a thief. Um, he was part of a, of a, of a violent gang. Um, and he spent most of his life in prison and, and therefore, of course, was not a present father. But my friend chose to draw on that one thing, that one good thing he knew about his father and to make it part of a heritage. My friend became incredibly generous, um, began to, uh, a number of programs for kids. Uh, my friend is now extremely wealthy. Uh, not that that's the only measure of character, but he's worked hard. He's been generous. He's prospered. And he has given in his life millions away uh, to kids making their lives special when maybe their parents aren't around as his father was not around. You see the power of the heritage in that. He drew from the one good thing he knew about his father, and he made it into a legacy. Winston Churchill had a father who was most of Winston Churchill's adult life. His father, Lord Randolph, was descending into madness. Um, he, it's, not, it's not going too far to say that Lord Randolph came to hate Winston, wouldn't visit him in school, would make a speech right next door uh, when Winston had been begging for months and wouldn't even walk across the street or go across the Alley to visit his son in school, despised him, thought he was a screw up. Winston was was absolutely haunted by it, almost literally. Uh, Winston Churchill believed that his father actually appeared to him later in his life in a dream just to taunt him, just to tell him he was a failure, just to tell him he had never accomplished anything. And by the way, at the time that Winston Churchill said he had this dream, he was the prime minister of England fighting a great war. So he was an accomplished man, a great man. All the surveys show he's the, he's regarded as the top leader of the 20th century. But Winston Churchill, very, very difficult life with his father. And yet, when Lord Randolph died, Winston Churchill wrote in his autobiography, My Early Life, he said, I decided to make my father's work a, a, a challenge for me and to continue on his noble legacy. And so Winston Churchill's life in politics, even though his father despised him, Churchill chose to farm his heritage, take the good fruit from it and use it as fuel for what he was made to do. So you and I are beneficiaries from that decision, because if Winston Churchill had decided to be bitter and angry and, and, and you know, burdened by his father's words and negative legacy, he might never have ascended to what he did ascend to, and therefore he might never have helped to rescue the Western world from the Nazi peril. This is the power of it. Don't be ignorant of your heritage don't just draw or fill your mind with the negative of your heritage. Ask questions. Ask people who would know. Ask about the good things. I'm not saying ignore the bad. You got to deal with those things. You got to get them healed in your soul. But I am saying find the good that's in your family line. Reach back. Take hold. Take hold of noble leaders in your ethnic heritage. Take hold of the good in your family line. Live it. Build on it. Think about it. Write it down. Keep a journal of it. Meditate on it. Let it live in you. Let it empower you to nobility and pass it on to your children. 
This friend of mine who had a father who was largely in prison, but just did a candy thing every Easter, he passed that knowledge on to his children. In fact, I've sat with his children and his children say it's about the only thing they know about their grandfathers. He was in prison, but he did these awesome things for kids. And all of his, these, these children have become generous people and people who've started foundations and done great things because that got passed down through their family line. Why? Because my friend decided to dust off his heritage and pass it on to his children, not as a lie, not ignoring the negative, but letting the good surmount the negative. You are made to live your life in light of a heritage and your children, your family, those you impact in your tribe, they need to hear the positive of your family line. I have shared the positive of my father, my grandfather, many times around the world. And it's and so their legacy, even though they wouldn't even have thought of it as being a legacy, has impacted, well, by now, probably millions. But the point is that that's because there was a decision made to live out the positive and not to ignore the negative, but not to let it be dominant. So what's your story? What's your family heritage? What's the good in your family line? What are the stories that come down? Where are the people who who served noble causes? Uh, Where are the people who arose from slavery or did noble things or fixed wrongs in their community or who knows, stood against the KKK or fought a noble battle or stood down a government going in the wrong direction or, or helped their people in some noble way, righted a wrong in society, did something good and noble. Take that, build on it, live on it, learn more, develop your heritage and pass it on to the next generation. It will illuminate you. You will feel different. You will walk different. You will live differently. But what's most important is this is a true part of your heritage. This is a deposit that is meant to happen in you. And if you don't know it, and you don't take it in, drink it in, so to speak, and you don't meditate on it and let it live in you, and you don't pass it on, it's not going to have the power that God intended for your heritage to have in your life. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 